I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabasaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Stop, Collaborate and Listen. I'm your host, Jess Rufus, and we are talking about getting your brand at other people's events today or event collaborations. And if you've ever run an event yourself, oh my gosh, you know how stressful it can be from ticket sales to venue spaces to making sure the content's all down pat and you have speakers locked in and all that kind of stuff. It can take a fair bit of time and money uh, to get right, not to mention the panic around ticket sales. Oh my gosh, that always keeps me up at night. No matter how well an uh, event is selling, I always find that is such a panic causer for me. But there are so many cool ways you can actually get your brand, whether it's product or service-based, at someone else's event. And the benefits are amazing. Some of the benefits are things like the fact that you don't have to do the full-scale event organization. That is a huge plus. Also, you're not solely responsible for attendee numbers amazing plus for someone like me. Next thing is that you actually have the opportunity to create a really powerful brand experience for a targeted group of people whose attention you have for more than a split second, like you would on Instagram. And then you also have the opportunity to make maximize you know, ripple effects such as user-generated content, word of mouth marketing, lead captures, and all that kind of stuff. So on Collabasaurus, we break down brand collaboration as a concept into three main types. There's social media, products, and events. The fourth type is kind of like hybrids between all of those things. But today's topic is 100% about collaborating on an event, and thankfully, it doesn't even need to be your event. 
So without further ado, here are my top tips. Tip number one is to go beyond the goodie bag. So I have been to so many events with varying degrees of goodie bag prowess, and I'm a big believer in keeping these like goodie bags incredibly limited on the stuff part of it and also really highly valuable. So have less stuff, but what you do have make it really highly valuable. Because how often do you redeem a discount code from a flyer in a goodie bag? I know for me, it is so rare, like a piece of paper, isn't really going to compel me to go then spend money. So I loved the example from the Business Chicks Elle McPherson event, purely because it was one thing and really well done for a number of reasons. So basically at this event on everyone's table, there was a beautiful luxe Wellco box. And if you don't know what Wellco is, it's basically like this green powder that's supposed to be, you know, really good for your gut and all of these, you know, health wellness things. I don't know. (laughs) All of those things. I take all of these things, but I wouldn't even know what you call it. So Wellco, they had this beautiful box. The value of a Wellco um, powder jar is about $150. So that's really quite highly valuable. But this was really clever because inside the box wasn't that $150 jar of Wellco powder. Instead, it was a redeemable voucher. This was clever because It was so far beyond a goodie bag. Not everyone just walked out of there with a bag full of stuff they didn't need. Second of all, they were capturing data. They had an opportunity to capture data and weed out people who didn't value the gift. So, of course, if you wanted the Wellco jar, you had to go to the little website they gave you and put the code in, as well as your email address and postage address, and they posted it to you. So then they saved a ton on production and packaging for people who wouldn't bother redeeming. So they were getting super, super specific on their target market, which I thought was very, very clever. And then also there's things you can do around experiences. So at at one of the very first Collabosaurus events, we collaborated with Posy Supply Co. so that everyone walked away with a custom bunch of flowers or Posy of flowers, which was super cute. I've also seen a really clever collaboration between Retro Sweat and Chin Chin. Um, They ran a Schwitz and Spritz event in Sydney, which was basically like an 80s aerobics workout and a brunch. And these guys teamed up and did so much more than just a goodie bag. They did an 80s inspired, you know, 80s aerobics inspired cocktail list. They had all these really fun experiences around the event that, you know, no one walked out of there going, oh my gosh, I didn't get like a goodie bag packed full of vouchers and things and sand ample sized things. So I think creating an experience that is highly valuable and goes well beyond some little thing or little flyer in a goodie bag um, is so important here. And the aim is to be engaging and memorable. And to be honest, as a bit of a side note, once you add it all up and the impact of these kinds of things like collaborating on events and like goodie bags, you'd probably end up spending more money with fewer results on lit- on those little non-useful kind of crappy items for a goodie bag than if you invested the time and a little more cash up front into something bigger that really hits this mark. Because in the long run, this will totally work to grow your brand in so many more ways than, you know, a flyer. Because th- those sort of mass-packed swag bags or goodie bags, they're so 1999. Okay, my next tip, tip number two, is add all of the value. So I think when you can surprise and delight and give so much more value up front, that's when you can win. I mean, I remember hearing two girls from the office went along to the Gary V 
uh, event. I think it was in Melbourne or Sydney. Oh, now I can't remember, in Sydney or something like that. And there were a few people who had collaborated to kind of be on stage. In fact, they might have even sponsored, like paid to have the opportunity to be on stage ahead of Gary Vee. And from all reports, those sessions were sales sessions. Like people got up there and then just ended up trying to sell their course or sell their product. And it was way too much of a hard sale when they massively missed an opportunity to add heaps of value and build brand fans because they were getting right in front of their target market. So I think adding all of the value is one of the best strategies you can approach, particularly, you know, it happens on social media. You see it every single day. The posts that are getting in front of you are the value-packed ones. Same goes for event experiences and getting your product or service at someone else's event. It has to be value-packed. So I've seen things like a business coach doing speed business coaching at a business event. Wow, I just said business like a thousand times. Um, (laughs) That was really great because it was heaps of value up front. It was a little tease into kind of what it would be like to work with that business coach uh, at the event and it was right in front of the target market. So it was value-packed right for the people who get value from it. I've also seen things like High Five Nails teaming up with Assembly San Francisco for manicures at an event for entrepreneurs. And I recently, last week, came back from one of the best events ever and that was between Allbirds and Rollers. They actually teamed up on a croissant-making workshop that was free for 15 people, the first 15 people who DM'd them. And I walked away with five croissants. It was madness and totally not what I expected. Uh, They have a brand fan for life now because I'm one of the world's most enthusiastic croissant enthusiasts. (laughs) And by teaming up with Allbirds to create this really great experience and adding all of the value, I learned so much more than I thought I was going to learn. I walked away with all of these like croissants, some that I had made, some that were gifted. It was absolutely fabulous. So Adding all the value absolutely created such a powerful brand experience for both Allbirds and Rollers at that event. My next tip is to boost the ripple effect. So things like user-generated content and helping along social media shares as well as lead capturing, they're really great opportunities that you can work you know, off the back of collaborating on someone else's event. So is your setup really Instagrammable? Is there a surprise and delight feature that people are so you know, amazed by that they're compelled to share? I love things like interactivity is always fabulous. I've seen um, the Daily Edited, they collaborated with Vogue Codes and they had one of those toy box arcade games, you know, with the claw. And basically you could do this for free. You could play a game for free, you go up and whatever you could grab, you could keep basically from the daily edited, which was so clever. (laughs) And I think a lot of people ended up sharing that on social media or telling their friends about it. I mean, I'm here telling you about it right now. So clearly it worked as a brand exercise. The next thing is how are you tracking and capturing data? Because collaborating on someone else's event is actually a awesome opportunity to gather things like email addresses, to gather things like feedback, um, to have people, you know, touch and feel and experience maybe a new product or service that you have going, um, to enter the draw to win something, for example, is is how you might be able to gather leads. There's so many different ways, but Wellco, I thought, was a really clever example um, as to how they kind of, you know, were giving a really high-value gift that you had to redeem online, basically, if you really wanted to. And last but not least, select your collaborating event wisely. So a few things you want to consider when it comes to collaborating on someone else's event are things like 
target market and event theme. So can you actually add value to the type of people that are going along to this event? Is your product or service right up their alley? Um, are they you know, in the right demographic for your potential customers, for example? And as well as the event theme going to align with what you are doing. So for example, the business coach, collaborating on an event that maybe wasn't targeting business owners would just be a huge mistake. <laughs> for example. The other thing you could consider is brand aesthetic. So this isn't always the case, but most often than not, you know, when people are purchasing a ticket to go along to an event, they've aligned then or subscribed to the event aesthetic and the marketing collateral and all that kind of stuff that the hosting brand has put out there. So if that's really busy, really bold or, um, you know, cheeky or whatever it may be and then your brand in comparison is like really minimal and modern and you know completely opposite for example that could confuse the audience a little bit and not have as much of an impact because it doesn't feel as aligned or married so well um, it definitely can work I just think take this into consideration absolutely the other thing you really want to consider is what you want you blah, <laughs> what you want versus what the event host wants. And you've got to make sure that both of you can deliver on those things and you know what you're offering versus what the event host is offering also aligns. So this is where something like Collabosaurus can really come in and help you out. If you uh, create a free listing on Collabosaurus, you can actually preview a whole lot of events and collaboration opportunities that are available right now, as well as if you keep that active you'll get notified as things pop up or as events pop up that really align with your target market with your goals what you can offer versus what you want and all that kind of stuff so that's totally free to do if you're interested in checking out Collabosaurus we would love to have you um, I'll pop a little link in our show notes as to kind of how you get started it's really easy but that's it from me guys thank you so much for tuning in yet again I hope you if you're in is it Australia or Sydney that has the long weekend this weekend I hope you enjoyed a fabulous weekend or long weekend if you had it and we'll see you next time. Bye.